Okay, my friends. I hope you're up for this. Hope you're ready to go. Hope you're able to handle this. We have so. Oh my God, we've got some. We're going we're gonna to talk about our good friend Rachel Rollins. We're going to talk about her. But one of the one of the things I want to get to right away before we even get into any of this stuff, which is so 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 critical, is I want to talk to you about. A couple of things. First is there's a there's a revelation of something which is the most important. It's about this thing called the Bilderberg Group. I just did a brand new video on it right now, and I want you to listen. This is this is memory lane. This reminds me of Jim Tucker and the old days when I was talking about this, and people said I was crazy that I was making this up. Oh, there's a lot of stuff that I talked about that proved to be true. And, and and it's one of those things which I cannot say any more clearly than what I'm saying right now. It is one of those things. It is it was a theory, not even a theory, it was a it was a fact that was presented and I told people about this and they said, You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind because people love to to dismiss anything they don't like. So anyway, we're gonna get to that. But before we begin, I want to say something. I've been very remiss, by the way. Very, very remiss. Without mentioning to you something very, very simple. I'm going to say it very quickly. My pillow. You know, those folks have stayed with us from the beginning up until now. From thick or thin, they have been with us and it has been wonderful. And we thank them for this. And we want you to show your appreciation and also get the greatest products ever from toppers to slippers to pillows to you name it by going to buypillow.com, promo code Lionel, promo code Lionel, or mypillow.com slash Lionel. Or you can, very, you can just use the number. Use the number, which is right there, which is terrific, 800-645-4965. MyPillow. You know what happened. They tried to take this company apart. In fact, the first one was Bed Bath & Beyond. Gee, look what happened to them. So do yourself a favor. You support the people who support us, MyPillow.com, and they thank you and I thank you. And remember, only use promo code Lionel. If you hear anybody else mention any other promo code or any other radio show or TV show, you just forget that. You put in Lionel because they'll get, we'll get no credit if you use theirs, okay? Just trust me. Trust me. Show your face. Show your love. Now... There's so much stuff we're going to be talking about. And I hope you are subscribed to this channel because I've got more. Tomorrow we're going to go back to our Ventilation Friday. That's going to be a beaut, kind of a kind of a recap of the week. But so much stuff happens during the day. And you, 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 you must understand a few things here. Um, and so, uh, how do I say this? I'm going to try to say this in a nice way. Most of the stuff that I see on other channels, I really don't listen to a lot of stuff. There's some that are good and some that are, and I don't know who's good and who's not. And I don't really know. That's up to you. But I'll tell you what I've always wanted to do, and that's tell you the truth. And not start off with any preconceived idea. If if something if I change my mind about something, if the facts change or whatever, I will let you know. The Democratic Party, I used to like the Democrats. When I grew up, they made sense when I was a kid. And they were they made sense. I, I thought Republicans were stodgy. I think that Republicans are worthless now, completely worthless. But at least they stand for something. The Democrats are out of their mind. Or, or, or whoever these people are. So I didn't start off with anything in particular that wasn't my thing. When I started off in talk radio in 1988, I guess officially, I was a Second Amendment advocate. Lock and load was my, that was our shibboleth. That was our, our, uh, our hello. That was our, you know, the way we greeted each other. It was the, our call to arms, literally and actually. And then later on, the Second Amendment picked up, and then we got into permits, and and I've always been an advocate of the Second Amendment, which made sense. Not because I was a, I don't know what, I'm not a hunter, I'm not a gun person, I'm not a sportsman, I just made sense to me, the Second Amendment. Okay, fine. I've always advocated the legalization of all drugs, the decriminalizing. 
of drugs. Not because I'm a libertarian. God forbid, no. But it made sense to me. So people thought, oh, I'm some kind of a radical. Radical? What are you talking about? And then William F. Buckley, Milton Friedman, everybody else is saying it. And so I didn't sound that crazy. I don't know who came first, but people heard me and then maybe they found out. The idea is is not in any way novel. Okay, that's what I believe in. But sometimes situations will change. For example, I well let me let me let me rephrase this. I have always been an advocate of decriminalizing, legalizing a prostitution for the prostitute. Not the pimp. Not the trafficker, not the John, not those who support this trafficking enterprise. So I, I, the only thing I've changed is that I clarified it. When I used to say, well, I'm for legalizing prostitution, I didn't realize that it, I really meant, and what it meant was for her, not the pimp, because I know more about trafficking now. So always change and don't say something just because a friend of mine said the other day, well, this is just hopium. This is just fear porn. Quit using these phrases. Because some people just want to be conspiratorial to fit in. Just like there are other people who, who remember when people were using all kinds of, well, I'm a transsexual natural, I'm a two-spirit this, and I'm a bi, I'm a bifugal, a, a dual, a dual gasketed, uh, hypersexual, genderless. What? What are you talking? It, it, it was just... And, and you know, all of a sudden, overnight, overnight, you became a two-spirit? What are you talking about? I don't do that. I tell you what I think makes sense. I just tell you... And if you like it, fine. And some of the stuff that people are talking about is, is, is no nuts. Okay. I said for the longest time... I talked about things that made so much sense. And I didn't understand what the big deal was. For example, for the longest time, I said, let me get this right. I always, you know me, I always tell you, make sure you, make sure you uh, go online and you, okay. Um, Hang on. I'm a big researcher. Okay. For the longest time, I said, look at what people are advocating in terms of our atmosphere, either in spring, either through aerosols, either through whatever you want to call it. Okay? You're crazy. They said I was crazy. I said, I'm not crazy. They said, you believe, you're, you're talking about chemtrails. I said, I'm not talking about chemtrails. I don't use that word. It's called geoengineering. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Do me a favor. Don't take my word for it. Google geoengineering, not chemtrails. Don't do that. And what do you see? Climate engineering. Harvard University, University of Oxford, what is geoengineering? The Brookings Institution, uh, geoengineering the planet, Yale University, Britannica, MIT Technology Review, The Guardian, Time Magazine, it's all there. It's there. So I'm telling people, what do you think of, you're just, you're just, no, they, they, people love to just dismiss me. And I don't know why, I'm thinking, just look, read it. The dimming. What? What? I, I'm Bill Gates. You're just no. I don't understand this. I'm thinking, oh my God, especially people who, who are young people in particular who are worried about climate. Okay, fine. That's over there. So that's that. I talked about. Oh my God, hydro imperialism. Oh, Mrs. L will tell you. I've been talking about this forever. Nobody really gets it. This is where water wars, excuse me, walnuts there, water wars, hydro-imperialism, water, the casus belli, 
You're crazy. What? I told you this on TV, on on, on local TV. I stood in front of the city and I told them, wherever it went, they liked what I did, got an Emmy for it, they liked it, and I said, listen to me, in Benghazi, this, and I, 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 I keep telling you this because it was, it, I'll never forget that moment. I said, the, the rebels that you're talking about, the, this is Al-Qaeda. Look, this is Benghazi, this is the courthouse. I showed this picture. They don't know what I'm talking about. And rather than saying, I want to learn what he has to say, they dismiss me as crazy. Maybe it's the way I look. Maybe it's the way I sound. Maybe it's my, I don't know what. I don't know what. I say something and people laugh or they think I'm kidding or they think I'm making things up. So a long time ago when, I don't know when, this was 20, hmm, God, over 20 years ago, I heard about this notion. This goes back to the days of Carol Quigley and Tragedy and Hope, this notion of secret societies. Way before Skull and Bones, way before... Um, I just said, who? why are these people meeting? Who are these people? Oh, you're going to love this. We were, at a, we were at, a, at a Republican event one night. Republican. The dumbest people you've ever met. Now, I'm at a club, basically this group, I'm not going to mention where, but it was like a group of various people, and we're sitting around, and these are Republicans. Okay? And I don't know what was going on, but this, this, was an, this was the night when George Santos walks in, and people start clapping. I'm saying, I don't know what they're talking about. They're clapping for this guy? Okay. Okay, fair enough. So we're sitting there, and I said to uh, uh, these people who were here, these people at our table, we talked about this. Let me, let me make sure I get this, uh, this date correctly. I said, they said, what, um, oh, oh, we were talking about Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, uh, but the Bohemian Club, History and Facts. Uh, who Rules America, blah, 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 Bohemian Grove, uh, established in 1878. So as I'm sitting there, as I'm, as I'm sitting at this table of Republicans, people who love people, oh, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan. I said, well, and I mentioned the Bohemian Club, Bohemian Grove. I said, I'm not making, I'm not making this up. So they said, and I got my phone out. I said, here's a picture. This one, I said, look at this. You see this picture? And I'm, I'm gonna, you got to imagine there's a phone here. I said, look who it is. It's Ronald Reagan and Nixon in the woods in North California. Read this. I'm not making this up. I didn't sit up at night and say, let's see. I'm going to come up with an idea of a show. Wait a minute. I got it. The Bohemian Club. That's it. Bohemian Grove. That's it. And when I showed them this, and I said, think of all you don't know. You don't know this. You don't know anything. You're walking around with a bunch of Republicans in these clubby atmosphere, and you don't know, you know, there's a word that you don't know. Okay, a while back, and who were the people? If they don't, if Alex Jones in the old days said, you know, cigarette smoke I think might be linked to COPD before we know about this and emphysema and cancer, they would say, you're a nut, you're crazy, we don't believe you. But it's true. You're a nut, we don't listen to you. We don't, you, you cannot speak anything ever that's true. Years ago on a show called SCTV, the greatest television show ever. Well, maybe not the greatest television show, but it was the greatest TV show. It makes Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live on its best day couldn't do that. Couldn't get near it, okay? So in any event, there was this great, I love this. It was one of my favorite shows, one of my favorite episodes. They had, uh, I think it was Gene, uh, uh, Joe Flaherty played uh, um, 
Vic Hedges, I think his name was Vic or something like that. And he said, Vic Hedges for uh, Vic Hedges for mayor. And the line was, sure he's crazy. But what if he's right? So there were a lot of people out there who might have been crazy, but they're right. They're speaking the truth. And what they did was, and what's interesting to note is that Jim Tucker and others were talking about Bilderberg for years. And they would go, I think, remember Chantilly, Virginia? Remember that one? In 1954 at the Club Bilderberg, do you remember this story? I know I've been going on and on, but but I, I saw this today and I had to share it with you. Queen, was it Beatrix or... They met every single year. Let me ask you this. What do you think would happen if the owners of the NFL, or the Owners Association, met secretly every single year? Now, listen to me carefully. If you're a sports fan, what would Stephen A. Smith or one of these folks say if they found out that all the owners were meeting secretly? They'd say, what are you meeting? What are you talking about? Why are you doing this in public? Why are you, why are you doing this in public? What if the owners went to a resort kicked everybody out, brought in their own people, their own security, and took over the resort and and instructed everybody, don't tell anybody who's here. You're sworn to secrecy. Uh, any faxes, any papers, you, let, you pick them up. Do not let the press know. They would say, what are you doing? And this would be just the NFL. What if, what if the, well, used to be the heads of Hollywood, if they met, you'd want to know. Well, every single year, Heads of state, military, uh, there'd be some titular people who would show up. Remember when uh, Rick Perry was there, governor of Texas? Remember that? They said, it was reported that the euro was hatched there. Now, by the way, this is a Western version of this. What is, what is the, um, shall we say, the, 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 uh, the opposite of the West? What are those conclaves called? It's called BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. BRICS countries. I was sitting at these, at these tables with these idiots too. They never heard of that either. I'm talking about somebody I have done, not deep dive AI plumbing the depths of the story. I've done the simplest stuff there is. And I've been fascinated by the group of people who run this world and run this country. If you mention the Trilateral Commission, people would say, you're out of your mind. There's a, David Rockefeller did this. The CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations, you're making that up. It's on what? Fifth Avenue, Park Avenue? It's right here. And when, the, when Bilderberg, this group, would meet every year, they finally, and every year they would say, we don't know what you're talking about. What is this group? Builder who? Builder, is that a donut or something? What do they do? They got a, they got a website. It's there. I'm telling you. So why do I say this? Today I almost fell off my chair. I wasn't paying attention. I read this. Came across, across CNBC. A secretive annual meeting attended by the world's elite has AI top of the agenda. This is written by Karen Gilchrist. And uh, Sam Altman, open AI CEO, is going to be there. Artificial intelligence will top the agenda. What are they going to be talking about? AI, banking system, China, energy transition, Europe, fiscal changes, India, industry, industry, policy and trade, NATO, Russia, transnational threats, Ukraine, U.S. leadership. And it goes on and on and on. Bilderberg is in its 69th year. They met in 1954 to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. It's going to be in Lisbon. This is the new... World order, as has been said. This is the Great Reset. And they're doing it all the time. They're doing G7, Davos, World Economic Forum, World Health Organization. Even the CDC and these other... CDC started off as a governmental, quasi-governmental military agency to protect us against things like anthrax or whatever. Where are you... Where is... This this is this is a this is a first layer thin review of what's going on. I was watching today. Somebody told me, and I watched one of the most popular webcasts, but run by an idiot. Millions watch. Million, God bless him. An idiot. 
must have a third grade education. What is going on here? This is this is the most exciting stuff in the world that I've been talking about for 20 years. And they call me and I, I don't know. I th- I'm getting a complex, sort of, kind of, sort of. Today, I watched something and I want you to do yourself a favor. Do you like drinking games? I don't, but if you do, here's one that'll get you soused before you know it. And I want you to, what is her name? Is that she'll call Crystal Ball Sagar or something? It used to be called The Rising or something. I don't know, was it The Rising? Is that what it's called? Sagar? Uh, Crystal Ball? Is that her name? Yeah, Crystal Ball. Yeah, she's on with, she's on Breaking Points. Excuse me, excuse me. With Crystal and Sagar. Very popular show, okay? Count how many times she says the word like. Like. And please like this video. Like, 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 like. Please like this. You have to like this. You have, we have to spread the word. Bring new people. Have them listen to me. Because I want to give them new information. I want them to be able to think. I want to give you the tools. I want you to critically think. I don't want to sit there and just tell you stuff. I want to say, no, go. Now you go and research this. I was watching this very, very popular. She was interviewing, I think, Bobby Kennedy Jr. And she said like about 55 times in the first sentence. And so like, you were like, I mean, I'm like, I mean, so like. I said, what is this? Who is this? Moon Zappa? What is this? What am I? I know I'm I'm not a child, but but I appreciate young. You know who the smartest people in the world are on on uh, on this? You know who the smartest people are? AI, artificial intelligence. Dear God, watch any Lex Friedman show. By the way, Jobs. Here's a new show. Jobs. Lex Friedman should not have Yodeler <laughs> doing the off Broadway version of. Of Rip Taylor, we hardly knew ye. Four people on the planet get that. Two are dead. Eric Thaddeus Walters says, Flight paths over Emilia Romagna in northern Italy reveal artificial reasons for devastating flooding this week. How about that? I want to tell you thank you. Grazie mille. That's for you. Crepitation. Okay? Crepitation. I'm being crepitous. Or crepitatious. Or discrepitous. Flatulating in a bifurcative... Anyway. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Thank you for those who appreciate what I do. Thank you. And for all the cheap, miserable... Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Now, we're going to get to uh, what's-her-name in a moment. But I want you to understand this. There is a wonderful, there's a video, there's, I, I, I hope you, you watch this one show. I am so addicted to this. I love this show. I want to say props to this, please. It is so terrific. It is called, uh, the, the oh, please, uh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, it is called, uh, ah, yes, Institute of Human Anatomy. 5.5 million. Have you seen this? It is beautiful. Cadavers. Beautiful musculature to go deep, deep, deep. And by the way, on uh, Instagram, have you seen Mrs. Is it and Jemmy? Have you seen her? Oh my God, she's wonderful. Oh my God, she's she's wonderful. Oh my God, just incredible. Yes, Mrs. Angemi, A N G E M I. She, I believe, she is a. Oh, this is good. Mystery diagnoses. Um, she's a human dissector again. Now you're going to say, wait, 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 wait. That's gross. It is not gross. It is beautiful. The human body is beautiful. I saw the dissection of the foot. It's one thing for me to, when, when, when I know it's a real cadaver, it's beautiful. 
It's the most incredible thing in the world. I want to go deep, deep, deep. Why? Why? But I never understood. You, you, you can't, unless you know where the spleen is, you don't really get why if you burst it, why it's a problem. Well, with that comes, here's the news. Here's the crystal ball news. And like, so you're like, and I'm like, and we're like, okay, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Okay, that's the first layer. That's, this is the Fox News. And today, there was a prosecutor who quit. Thank you, uh, Ainsley. I love our troops. Thank you. We, we love the fact that you do too. That's the first level. Now we go back a little bit more. Now we get to that second, and I don't know who that would be. I don't know. But I want to go five, six, seven, eight layers down. Just like when they were reflecting the rectus abdominis and they move it back. And then you have another wall of abdominal muscles going the other way. And another one under that going the other way. You have three layers. It's beautiful. Keep peeling back the layers. Look at what's going on. Why is this? And then who's behind it? What? What is happening right before your eyes? Going back to the water. Hydro-imperialism. When the water goes, that's it. You can take all the talk you want about AI, electric cars. Forget it. When the water goes, that's it. Did you ever see how much, how much the Bush family owns? Who's the number one water owner? The Nestle Corporation? I think it might have been at one point they were. Nobody, people think there's always going to be water. Okay, stop that. Now, now we get 27 minutes into this. Now we get this. A while back, there was a, and you can read all about it. This fascinating man by the name of George Soros, a fascinating, puts his money where his mouth is. By the way, we were we were we were someplace one time. Soros had their office on Fifty Seventh and Eighth, right, right there by, huh? Yeah, right there. And we were someplace. Oh, it was on our shoe guy. And this fellow came in, and he said he worked with with them. He said, greatest people in the world. They pay well, and he just could, couldn't be happier. Sometimes I think people are jumping on him. They jump on him too much. They jump on him. George Soros puts his money where his mouth is. And what he wants is a new form of prosecutor a new form of criminal justice. And he has like uh, Larry Krasner in Philly, Gascon. And by the way, lest you forget it, the best thing, the best, listen to me, the best thing that your friend and mine, uh, Ron DeSantis did, in Florida, he removed Andrew Warren, the state attorney, which is the DA, from my old stomping ground, the 13th Judicial Circuit, Hillsborough County. Removed him, put in a new one, because he said, I'm not going to prosecute abortion, this or tra- I don't know what it was, but he said, I'm not going to prosecute this. And Ron DeSantis said, What was that? I'm not going to do that. Oh, you're not going to follow through by enforcing the laws? You're not? Okay, I'm replacing you. And he did it. And he did it. He got rid of him. That's one thing that he gets. All this stupid Disney stuff is going to bite him in the arse. He's going to regret that. But this one, he will never be able to stand on. So he took these people and the number one, the number one of the, of the, the, this is, she, this is the, oh my God. This is the woman who is unbelievable in terms of, 
hang on a minute. Just a second, my dear friends. I just lost my screen. Not my screen, my... Talk amongst yourself. Talk amongst yourself. Okay, Rachel Rollins. There we go. Where's, there we go. I want you to do yourself a favor. And I want you to spend some time and do, and I always want to tell you, research this. Read Rachel Rollins and read our good friend, Mr. Mr. Entertainment, Mr. Um, Come si chiama? Uh, Ted Cruz. And listen to what Rachel Rollins said. First of all, look at her face. And when I say this, there is a smirk. Everybody else has been kind of cool. They may be politically, but they're very smart. Oh, Rachel Rollins is smart. There's no doubt about that. No, that's a problem. If people were dumb, eh, it'd be easy to take care of. But they're not. Elon Omar smiles. AOC, very pleasant. Can, can get along with people. She's not doing those silly videos anymore, at least as much as she did. Elon Omar, the squad. Rashida Tlaib, fine. Everybody's fine. Larry Krasner, even Gascon, listen to him, seems okay. Uh, remember the guy Boudin or Boudin, whatever his name is, or or is that the or is that the uh, Cajun rice sausage anyway? Or is that poutine? No, he was in uh, San Francisco. He was recalled. Okay, fine. But then there's Rachel Rollins. Oh dear God, the look on her face, the look on her face. She just basically said, "Come." Now, the reason why she was a United States attorney, she's stepping down. Oh, my God. Why? Well, because she went to a a political event with uh, Jill Biden and may have used an official car to go to a, to get some Celtics tickets. That, come on, that's not it. Are you kidding me? Now, listen to me. Stop what you're doing. You expect me to believe that the Democratic Party that basically doesn't care about anything and the Biden administration and Hunter and, and uh, oh my God, Merrick Garland and the, the big Durham report, oh... Everybody said, this is the most fantastic. It means nothing. Nothing's going to happen because of the Durham report. Nothing. Nothing. I'm telling you, nothing's going to happen. It's great. You wrote it. Oh, terrific. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Go ahead. Put it down. Make, make sure you do the... <clears throat> One time we were in school. Fifth grade. Some in sister, whatever her name is. Sister Mary Agony or... Says I'm gonna go. I gotta gotta take a phone call or something. And uh, Jerry, you get up and you keep track. If anybody talks, you put a mark on on the board. Now, who, what, what kind of an idiot would dare do that? I would get up there if I says it. Nobody, don't make me look bad, but nobody's getting their name. First of all, who's talking? She's gone for like twenty seconds. So this guy gets up there and he says, "Oh yeah, watch it." He goes, "You know, why don't you?" And somebody would say, "Why don't you blow it?" Up? Okay, all right, all right. Martin, I'll put you. Watch it, you get a check. Put a check. You know, F you, put a check. And he was writing checks. Give me another check. And he put the checks in. When the nun came back, like 20 seconds later, there's like 15 names up there. And of course, he was revealed as the, the rat that he is. Okay. That's the Biden administration. Give me another check. Go ahead. Oh, the Durham is Give me another report. Another Durham. Well, you know, here's Miranda Devine. Yeah, the Miranda Devine. No, she's got an article. An article about, about, about Hunter Biden. What the hell with a laptop? No, no, no. It's about the Miranda, about the laptop. No, we don't care about that. But we don't care. No, you understand? He's, so, he's China and the Russian and the mayor of it. Wait up. Go ahead. No, we've got him now. You've got this. You don't have anything. Nothing. You don't have anything. Okay, that's who these people are. So you mean to tell me that Rachel Rollins 
step down from, and these were other state, these were state prosecutors, city prosecutors. She was a United States attorney for Boston. And she steps down, and you want me to believe it was because of what? Celtics tickets? Come on. What did she really do? Oh, it must be good. I can only imagine. But look at her. Oh, <laughs> she looks at you. She looks at you with that look of contempt. You you can't believe it. And they said, why? What, what um, motivated you to become involved in this? When I say, I realize when I see every time there's a black man being beaten by a police officer, it's a white police officer, I realize the only way to fix things is to be in the one, to be in charge and change the rules. That's it. It was like, wow. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but that's kind of what she said. And they said, isn't that wonderful? This is critical legal studies. Are you writing this down? Are you writing this down? Writing this down? Critical Legal Studies, CLS. When I give you this, are you writing this? Tell me you're writing it down. CLS, Critical Legal Studies. Let me give you the the official. Here we go. Critical Legal Studies. Oh, this is where it all started. Critical Legal Studies uh, is a school of critical theory that developed in the U.S. in the 70s. CLS adherents claim that the laws are devised to maintain the status quo of society and therefore codify its biases against marginalized groups. And therefore, uh, uh, the law has inherent social biases. So the way to correct this is to fix the law by basically kind of looking the other way, to correct this bias, and that's critical legal studies. That's CLS. That's critical. Emphasis on the word critical. Why is critical important? Because later on, critical race theory. Another use of the word critical. They're called the crits, C-R-I-T-S. That's who they are. This is what they believe in. And this is a this is a wonderful thing. Now imagine this. What if I said to you, you know, I became a prosecutor because I'll tell you something. Every time I see another black defendant get away, or some poor white woman attacked by a black, I realize the only way to get to the bottom of this is through the criminal justice system by putting more black men in prison, putting more black men off the street. By, now, that's what she said. In reverse. And they applaud her. If I said it, which is insane, I should be, I would be prevented from office as I should be. But she said the same thing. They're saying, by the way, Alan Dershowitz, you know Alan Dershowitz is going to be 85 in September? 85. Isn't that something? It's pretty good. 85. So he's a, he's a Virgo too. 20 years after me. What are you going to do? So anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Now, and and, and, and look, look at Biden. Biden's just 80. This guy's, anyway. This is critical legal st- uh, studies. CLS. This is it. These are the crits. That's what they're. But she was the most dangerous. So Alan Dershowitz said one day, should people have, uh, should black defendants, African Americans, have criminal sentences reduced because of their race? They're doing it in, I think Canada they're actually doing this. I go a step further. Can you see the day? Can you see the day? When There is immunity, like Section 230 immunity. By the way, Google came out today. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, uh, that there will be something akin to Section 230 immunity under the CDA for black people. That black defendants cannot be charged criminally. You think that's possible? You better believe that's possible. Why? Because it's crazy. And crazy works. Middle-of-the-road stuff doesn't work. Crazy works. Now, very quickly, 
Today, Supreme Court, big case. Twitter, I agree 100%. I agree, I agree for different reasons. Why do I say that? Well, let me explain. There is a... a theory under Section 230 of the... Um, the uh, I found this oh, one would one. you be quiet with this thing? The Communications Decency Act. CDA is Communications Decency, right? Yeah. 230 basically provides immunity from prop, from liability for civil liability for social media platforms and ISPs and all this who basically are not publishers but just put this stuff out. It makes sense. We're just... We just, we're like a newsstand. We put this out. We're not responsible for this. We're not responsible for what goes on. You can't sue us because of what you see on there. And that makes sense, at least initially. This is on 1996. And there was a case that said something to the effect that the, there was a, one of the plaintiffs said that ISIS or ISIS recruiting would use either YouTube or Twitter or something to to put this this horrible pro ISIS type of uh, information, and somebody saw it and might be propelled or or forced them or motivated them to do terrible things in the name of ISIS, and therefore uh, the internet or whatever particular platform should be held accountable. And the Supreme Court said that's ridiculous, and I agree a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Does that make sense to you? Makes sense to me. First of all, how do you improve causation in the first place? If anything, uh, the internet and YouTube will be responsible for uh, inspiring all these pimple poppers. I've seen more blackheads and uh, 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 poor of whiner and all this other kind of stuff, these comedones. Eric Thaddeus Walter says, USA is nescient. As its citizens do not know things. EU is arrogant as its denizens think that they know things. Last exit is DJD24. Indeed. Ah, nescience. Not to be confused with prescience. Eric, thank you. You're right. Well, EU, I'm sorry. Can I say something? Let me just say something. EU is smarter. And the reason for it is very simple. You've got so much. Let's look at our friend. Let's look at our dollar store. Little globe. Here we are. This is our side. See this? There we are. Here's the U.S. Here's a. Here's Mexico, and then there's South America. That's about it. We have Mexico and we have Canada. That's it. That's who we are in the Pacific and the Atlantic. Now, if you go like this to this side, whoa! Look at Europe. Oh my God! Europe is. It's all over here. Look at this. You've got all of these countries. Oh my God! I can't see. This is you only get to a certain age. I only need glasses for far away. You drive two hours and you're in a different country. You need a passport to go across the street. You're you're involved in a world of different languages, different cultures, different monies in the old day, different different history, different everything. You just think differently. What do we do? We have just us, which is fine, but it doesn't exactly. It's not. It's not. Um, it doesn't provide for intellectual or celebration fecundity to allow us to plumb the depths of deep ideas and ideations and celebration. Celebrate tonight. Come on. But here's what I want to know. Hey, listen, Internet. I'm all for you keeping your 230, you know, immunity. But do us a favor. If you're not going to act as a publisher, which specifically it is, stop censoring people. You can't say, now listen, we're the internet. We can't be held responsible for this. We're just like a billboard. We put the billboard out, whatever they put on the billboard, that's up to them. Don't look at us. We're just the billboard. We're a newsstand. I didn't write them. I just, I just, oh yeah? Well, how come... If this one says this, if this one talks about it on an approved drug, or this one says something, not only you you are you are just shut down and say, wait a minute, why is that different? Well, that's different. Wait a minute. You didn't care about the ISIS video? Well, that was different. A person advocating, okay, and I'm with you on that one. What about this? 
there are Twitter had this problem before. Kids who had their pictures taken because of sextortion all of a sudden had their pictures up and parents said, would you take this picture down? This is our son. He's a minor, was a minor. We're his parents. Okay, fine. And that goes for other people who say, well, you know what? We're not responsible. Excuse me. I'm telling you what it is. I'm not asking you. I'm not saying that you should have caught it. I'm not saying that you should have had some, some you know, filtration system that would have caught this in the first place. What I'm telling you is that this is, this is what's going on right now. Take it down. My son's suicidal or whatever. Well, finally it happened. I don't understand that one at all. If I'm telling you what's there, that's it. I don't expect the internet to be responsible. I think you should be able to say anything you want. Misinformation, disinformation, that information. It doesn't matter. It's a free-for-all. Have a warning. Don't believe this. How about Wikipedia? They tell you, Wikipedia is not, do not listen to this. What's that What's that one, that big sign, Wikipedia? Do not. <laughs> That's a good vote of, uh, you know, support. Do not listen to me. So that was today's. An affirmative action. We talked about that this morning. Oh, dear God, that's going to be fantastic. That's going bye-bye. That's going bye-bye. Now, you want to talk about that? We'll talk about it again. Tomorrow we're going to do Ventilation Friday in the morning. We're going to go through this a lot. But I want you to understand something. Number one, what do I want from you? I want you to be critical thinkers. Don't answer the question like a Republican. Don't ask them like a Democrat. Just answer the question like a critical thinker. Think, what's the issue? What's the issue? IRAC, I-R-A-C. That's the acronym. Issue. What are we talking about? Number two, what's the rule? Give me the rule. Give me the data. Give me the facts. Give me the, give me the history, whatever it is. A, analyze. Take the issue, take the facts, work them together, and see conclusion. What do you come up with? Do, 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 do. Linear. Think. Don't just make stuff up. And if somebody tells you something you don't know, don't say, no, I want it. When I hear that, and what they will be talking about at Bilderberg, and I'm saying this again to you, the biggest story of them all is is artificial intelligence, AI and artificial general intelligence, AGI. Somebody that I, I saw this wonderful was it Horton or somebody I forget his name. He had this analogy. He said, Imagine you have a dog, the most vicious dog in the world. You breed this dog. This thing has a bite strength bigger than anything anybody has ever seen. It is the most ferocious. It is the most it is the most uh, the, the most powerful. And then somebody says, let's give it an IQ of 200. Now stop for a second. Let us arm the most powerful canine and vicious known to the history of mankind and give it a 200 IQ. How far will AI get where it says it can't get any smarter. How far will it go? What if... Now listen to me on this one. Are you following me? Can you dig this? What if the progression of not humanity, but intelligence started off with humans in order to get things going... Humans, and then, then technology and tools and homo habilis and all this. And then as it picks up, later on, that is become more technologically sound, which therefore allows the creation of artificial intelligence because AI could not have occurred without a human precursor. Once the precursor allows AI to take shape, then AI kills the precursor. That we were here merely as the springboard for artificial intelligence. That's the only reason we're here. We are to 
cognition and intelligence and, and uh, sentience, maybe not sapience, but we are the the primary the the uh, the initial cofactor, like an enzyme or something. We're we're a cofactor, and that's all we do. That's our goal. That's our that's why we're here to provide the launching pad for artificial intelligence, which will become intelligence, which will make make us unnecessary. That's the issue. And when you tell people that, I can tell immediately in 30 seconds from their face, I can tell they don't understand what I'm saying. They don't understand what I'm saying. They think this is some Isaac Asimov robot thing. They, they think I'm talking about robots. They don't understand this. And I love it. It is the most wonderful thing in the world to know something and to see something and to be able to appreciate something that other people cannot understand. And it confounds everything. Religion, the Vatican, Eric, uh, il Papa, uh, whatever you want to call it, it transcends everything. And it deals with our existence and our annihilation. Not from a bomb, not from some nuclear mishap that we created, but something that we created also. The precursor that just allowed just one little one little you know, sample of the species to take off and proliferate, and that's it. It's done. It's over. All of a sudden, it's everywhere, and you can't turn it off. You can't, and you don't know whether it's good or evil, or there's no, there's no morality to anything. All of a sudden, you realize, wait a minute, this thing just, this thing inhabits the internet. It owns the internet. How did this? Happen? Where did this come from? What happened? Not, nothing's working here. Hello, nothing is working. And of course, we'll blame everybody else. Putin will blame Ukraine. Ukraine will blame you. This and that. What? What's going on here? What is happening? The monetary system. Who got involved? Who got into this? Now, that's not to say certain things could not be by virtue of this genius happen. We might be able to find a cure for cancer. Certain forms of cancer, because we'll, we're gonna we're gonna brute force this thing and allow this genius to unfold. So anyway, so that is that. Think about what I've said. Think about what I have said, and go back. I hope when I, I hope when I speak to you, I hope you're always writing notes. I hope you're writing notes. I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're doing a lot of your work, your autodidact work. Do you understand this? And, by the way, here's a brand new, brand spanking new, uh, where this be? Hang on a second. This is a brand new Mrs. L. It's a beaut. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Share. Ah, share. Yes, yes, yes. Copy. There we go. I want you to make sure you watch this. Watch this video. This is about vis-a-vis the border. This is Mrs. L's work. Make sure you click on you follow her as well. Her work is timeless. It is beyond important. It's about it's it's about trying to protect the human species vis-a-vis the child. All right, my friends, that's it. Have a great and a wonderful day. Eric Thaddeus Walters, thank you, my friend. Grazie mille. We'll see you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And until then, don't forget these words. Don't forget this, which I tell you. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.